Welcome back to Locked On Spurs on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs beat writer for Kins 5 in San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hopefully you're enjoying your Friday and you got a nice weekend ahead of you. I know yesterday was a lot of Cowboys fans, so this is just a full disclosure. This is recorded before the Cowboys game, so if you're crying today, you know, let, let us know, definitely. But if you're happy, let us know as well. But hey, you're here for some Spurs. Uh, what are we talking about today? We're going to be looking at Derek White. Uh, you know, last season, you know, a little up and down, a little injury hit. But what to expect from him next season? Or what should the expectations be? And then catch you up on some Spurs news and notes that you may have missed. And the diva is here. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Brendan Medina. Is here. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, Brendan. Brendan Medina is your guest, is our guest today. He is with San Antonio Sports Star. Brandon, thank you for taking time. And by the way, congratulations on, on, on a job promotion thing you got there. Well done, man. Oh, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. I think, I think on my resume I put is a friend of Jeff Garcia's. Ah, like off, off, they, off to the they, races already. But off, no, yeah, listen, we have been trying to get together for some time, man. And and obviously I want to blame the baby first, first and foremost. <laughs> We're going to blame the baby. I thought, right. The time is hard to find, but I'm glad we're doing it now, man. And I'm always excited to jump on with you and talk some San Antonio Spurs, brother. He is a host of the Fantasy Gods on uh, San Antonio Sports Star. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at Brandon underscore ESPN. I say no big poppy. It's gone. Hey, what I happened? know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to have to bring it back, man. Everybody keeps asking for Listen, it was just it was to tease you guys to let you guys know what you guys were missing out on. You know what I'm saying? You got to respect the name or the name goes away. So now we're bringing big poppy back. All right. Well, looking forward to that. Make sure to listen to uh, his show again on San Antonio Sports Star. When is that again? That's on, it's on the weekend, That's, right? Sun- yeah, it's on Sundays from 11 to 1 p.m. Central, but it's on uh, San Antonio Sports Star YouTube, Facebook, on our Twitter, uh, on Periscope. I mean, it's everywhere you can find it. And I know uh, we make sure to get it out to SA Sports Star Audio Hall as well if you want to go to SASportsStar.com. But uh, I go to Jeff Garcia for all of my Spurs news, and he comes to me for all of his fantasy exactly. football advice. Exactly. And wrestling. Can't forget wrestling. I and, re- you, man. And, re- and wrestling. Oh my yeah. God. And wrestling. What a couple of weeks that's been. Cool. It's, it's been crazy with AEW and WWE. It's yeah. the, crazy. The, the Spurs, the Spurs news slowed down. The wrestling news picked up, right? Yeah, it picked up definitely. But um, Hey, you know what? Training camp is just weeks away. It's right around the corner. Yeah. Got the you know preseason. And then of course, uh, tip off of the new season, but there's a lot of expectations. Um, you go up and down the roster. And there's some guys, Brendan, that may have higher expectations than other. Right now, you look at DeJounte. You know, is he going to take his game to another level next season with him being the veteran? I mean, that's crazy to say. He's the lone, the longest tenured spur now. Um, wow. Kelton Johnson, you know, is he going to continue his upward trajectory? Devin Vassell, we saw what he did in Summer League. You know, will he take another step? You see all these guys are having some expectations, rightfully so. It is the new generation. But in my opinion, Brian, I think Derek White has been kind of flying under the radar as far as what the expectations should be for him. Um, he is, you know, coming off an injury-riddled season. You know, he played, yes, but maybe, you know, you know, through no fault of his own, just things happen, you know, busted toe and COVID hit him, blah, blah, blah. All this bad stuff happened. But, yeah. We go into this season with Derek White as of right now, still a spur. You don't know where the Spurs are making deals, but nevertheless, what should or what first of all, what are your expectations out of him? What do you think we should see from Derek White next season? 
Yeah, so I think, obviously, uh, in 2018, 2019, he played a very full-length almost season. Uh, last season, of course, like you mentioned, riddled with a bunch of different things um, and wasn't able to, to, to finish nearly as strong as far as games played, right? And so for me, last season numbers-wise, I think he probably had one of his better seasons as far as putting up points. Yeah. Um, and obviously we're expecting that. If we can get a, a average of Derek White of 15 to 18 points a game, I think that's exactly what we're expecting. I don't think anybody is looking for Derek White to fill the void that DeMar DeRozan left. I don't think that's what we're expecting at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I do assume he's going to have a better trajectory. I'm looking at the stats right now. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, from 2017 up, he's constantly gotten better as far as points, yeah. rebounds, even assists. I mean, uh, it's, it's one of those things you're expected to now become a veteran, right? You're 27. You don't have the, 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 the years that maybe, you know, Thaddeus Young and these other guys have, but you do mm-hmm. – uh, have the years with the Spurs organization, you know the style of play, you know what Pop's looking for, you know what DeJounte's looking for. Both of you guys uh, came around the same time. So I think for for Derek White, we're expecting either a top-notch six-man in the league or we're expecting uh, one of the most useful starters. But that all comes with consistency. I don't want to see – because sometimes – and you know this, being a Spurs reporter and our fans know this for sure, being diehard fans, Derek White, can go off for 26 and then he can mm-hmm. go off for five the next game and that's what mm-hmm. i don't want to see i, I, I want to see consistency if you're not going to give me that 15 to 18 give me a consistent 12 to 14 give me something that i can mm-hmm. hang my hat on and say Derek white in the clutch or in the game is going to give me this many points who else is going to fill the other voids but i need Derek white to definitely be um a a, a reasonable starter or easily one of the best six men in the league you mentioned his age a little while ago. Um, he goes into next season as uh, 27 years old. You know, many people think of him as part of the young core, and yes, it is a younger team. You know, because right. Thaddeus Young and Amino are not a spur. You know, this team is under 30 years old on average. Uh, they, mm-hmm. they won't have a player that's 30 or older. But he is old, quote-unquote, because he's still a baby. But for NBA standards, he's old. Does that concern you as far as what to expect out of him? Because that's great that he did four years of college. It's great that he came in, you know, more NBA ready than maybe most rookies are one and done. But then there's that age factor. He's, what, three years away from what many people think is the prime years of a player, 30, you know, those early 30 moments. Yeah. But he's been injured. He's an older, younger member of the court. Is that a concern? Yeah, I, I think – I don't think there's a concern there at all. I think he's he's up for bait, though, and I think he knows that. He's up as trade value, and I think a lot of us know that. When we talk about trades, especially when the draft time came around, when we were talking about trades, what were their names, Jeff? The names were always Lonnie Walker, mm-hmm. Derek White, you know, those guys. Dante, it was never yeah. – yeah, DeJounte was the one that everybody really was hoping would not be involved. Mm-hmm. You saw some rumors there, but mostly everybody had the same names. And it was, you know, Derek White was at the top of that list where we thought he's a very good player. But, I mean, you know, fans were okay with letting him, you know, move on to bigger and better things too or, you know, right, right. In, in, a fair, in a fair value trade offer if we can move him as well. Hey, and I don't think that changes. I mean, Thaddeus Young is – 
definitely getting shocked, and we all know that. It's very clear. I think even Thaddeus Young knows that. If you're buying a Thaddeus Young jersey, you're on the wrong side of history. <laughs> and I think Thaddeus Young's not looking for any real estate here in San Antonio. So um, he's going to be on the move. And if he stays, great. We could use a veteran forward like him to kind of help Vassell and those guys. But when it comes to Derek White, I firmly believe um, he's a player we'd like to have, but we don't need to have. Um, and maybe that sounds harsh, but I think that's just my take on things. I think every single time we talk about trades, Derek White is in the conversation. There's a lot mm-hmm. of Lonnie Walker fans that don't want to include him. Of course, nobody wants to sell in those conversations. Nobody wants right. Keldon in those conversations. Nobody wants DeJounte. It's always comes back to Derek White. And before Derek White, it was the Patty Mills, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Derek White is the only piece to me that is absolutely movable to get a prime player already or somebody that's about to break out um, in their late twenties or, or, you know, early thirties, right. those prime years. Um, uh, you know, with the loss of DeMar DeRozan, you know, now with the bulls, if there's any area of Derek White's game, I want to see improve is assist. I got to see him be a facilitator. DeMar DeRozan was the, the Spurs number one facilitator when, when he was in a Spurs uniform. I mean, you really got yeah. the ball moving, really found guys. Now somebody's going to fill that void. Look, scoring is going to, should not be a problem right now on paper with DeJounte, with Keldon, with McBuckets, you know, uh, you know, Derek to Derek as well. He averaged 15.4 last year, et cetera, et cetera. You know, we know we see um, Devin Vassell. He was able to put in the bucket as well. If if anything, I, I would be okay if I see his points dip, but if his assists spike, your thoughts. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are turning to football as teams are back in the gridiron to start the football season. As always, bet online, your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest. Open now at BetOnline. Head to the website, BetOnline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and get yourself a 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the champs, Buccaneers, and Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts use promo code LOCKEDON. Does this sound familiar to you? You get one device that lets you uh, catch the game live. Another that lets you stream your favorite shows while you watch sports highlights on your phone. And you got your neighbor's best friends log in for the good stuff. Yeah, we all been there. Well, I want to talk to you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch now your favorite sports, movies, and all the shows in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever, ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. 
I'd love to see the assists rise too, but that assumes that we're going to have this young core shooting pretty well too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're not going to get, yeah. you don't get assists for not making points. You get assists for helping your teammates get to the bucket or helping mm-hmm. uh, a teammate, a teammate get some, get some buckets in general over the course of the game. So if he's not putting up the points, the question then arises, who is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Derek White uh, throughout his tenure with the Spurs has been known as a shooter, as a scorer. He's not the assist playmaking guy. Um, even as a point guard, you know, going into it, he still was uh, very much a scoring guard while DeJounte mm-hmm. was more the facilitating defensive guard. So yeah. um, I, I don't think for me I'm expecting the assist to go up. Would it be great? Absolutely. And I'll take exactly what you said. I'll take the dip in points for the, the rise yeah. in assists. It's just the question is, Who's going to be that guy? I think Keldon's going to take a massive step after mm-hmm. this summer and getting the experience he's got in the, in the Olympics. I do think DeJounte's coming in with something to prove after seeing some of those rumors flying. And I do think that uh, Vassell hopefully can take that next step. It looks like Vassell's going to be a little while, though, to where we're going to be comfortable, you know, calling him mm-hmm. the leader of the team or making him a leader in the team. But I right. think as far as young talent goes and potential goes, I mean, the potential is his, – his ceiling is so high, um, whereas Derek White's ceiling is a little bit more low. And, I mean, even in the draft class that Derek White goes, you know, when we talk about him as a quote-unquote veteran, even at 27, mm-hmm. you look at that draft class, dude, that draft class was, was pretty solid. I mean, you have Jason Tatum, Lonzo, De'Aaron Fox, Jonathan Isaac, Laurie Markkinen, who a lot of people wanted on the Spurs, Donovan <laughs> yeah. Mitchell, Bam Adebayo, John Collins. Like, you have some players who are already doing – prime things, getting prime contracts and making big plays for their squad. And Derek White needs to be in that conversation. And if it's not this year, you know, he's going to be with a, uh, with a buddy of his who, who also was in that, in that class. Um, and I mean, you, you look at the squad itself has now jumped from one of the older squads to now one of the mm-hmm. youngest squads in the league. Right. You have uh, McDermott, Dougie McBuckets, who's going to be shooting the lights out. If the assists fall, and that means McDermott's getting better shots, why not? My thing is, Derek White is known for scoring, and there's just some things you're not going to change about players. I don't see him changing his ways and becoming the facilitating guard. But I do hope, uh, at least for Spurs fans, that uh, we continue seeing that scoring uptick if the assists stay the same. He is Brandon Medina. He is a host of the Fantasy Gods. You could listen to that on San Antonio Sports Star. Follow him on Twitter at Brandon underscore ESPNSA. You you alluded to it, you know, bench versus starting. That's kind of been a topic this offseason. You know, when you see Spurs fans discussing the next the, the the new season that's just weeks away, is he better off that bench? Is Derek White just yeah. better staying on, on, the, on the starting unit paired with, with uh, DeJounte? You know, where do you stand on that? Should he come off that bench, lead that second unit, maybe lead leave the leadership of the second unit to Lonnie and just stick to what's been working, you know, with Derek, I'm sorry, yeah, with White and Murray starting? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 interesting to, to see what people think on Twitter because you and I both know we have a lot of Spurs lovers and we have a lot of questionable Spurs fans that hate yeah. everything that happens, right? So... Not only do we have to worry about Derek White, now we have good old boy Brent Forbes back in the mix, right? Now <laughs> That's we have right. yep. some, somebody else is going to be taking some time. We saw Trey Jones absolutely annihilate 
in the summer, and he needs to get some minutes. And hopefully I've seen a lot of people, and I've been one of them, and I know you've been reading those tweets that everybody wants Trey Jones. Maybe not everybody, but a good amount of people want Trey Jones Mm -hmm. to take those Patty Mills minutes. And so when you look at it, you have to measure out DeJounte, Lonnie, Derek White, Bryn Forbes. For me, I'd much rather see Derek White come off the bench. I, I, I don't need him starting unless he's going to be putting up those points. Um, and putting up buckets. Now, obviously, for me, I think you, those are all interchangeable. Maybe one game you start Derek for the first couple of games of the season, another mm-hmm. one you start Lonnie, or if you want to give Brent some minutes, whatever the case. I don't see Brent starting for this team at all, but if he right. did, um, I mean, it is what it is. Maybe he's that veteran presence on the floor. But Derek White puts up points regardless. I just think having somebody fresh, whether it's him or Lonnie, coming off the bench is an absolute plus for the Spurs. But I think Trey Jones – is uh, somebody I'm really excited to watch as well this year and see what step he takes. Because it looks like Derek White, even though he's getting better every year statistically, it's nothing like a crazy big jump. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's, mm-hmm. not, it's not like he's going from you know, uh, just a starter to a star. Like We're not mm-hmm. seeing that. We're seeing a six-man go to a starter, basically. You're just getting a spot in that starting right. lineup. So I'm okay with Derek White starting. Uh, if it's me, I like to see it interchange throughout the course of the year. And I think if I know the Spurs, like I want to say I know the Spurs, we're probably going to see that more than likely. It's just seeing a couple different rosters for a couple games, see what works, see what doesn't. Mm-hmm. And I think at the end of the day, Derek White will most likely be in that starting lineup. You promise me you won't go Triple H on me and um, you know do his patented move right now with my next question. But I I, I know he's coming off and an injury riddled season we we saw it but yeah are 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 we making too much of that because every nba player has that season where it just it doesn't go you know uh tim duncan with his knee um you you i mean unless you're like an iron man like um bruce bone was you know for how many years but it it just happened the toe thing you know i know a lot of people make big deal about the toe and oh that's a very you know area of the body you don't want to see an athlete get hurt and he did it twice yeah. do are we making too much of what happened last year on the injury front for white i don't think we are i think i think we're reacting to it as any fan base and any uh mm-hmm. you know re- religious loving fan would i think you know when you look at things if history repeats itself and we know it usually does there's going to be a regression because of that injury. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing when you talk about, you know, in football, if somebody tears their Achilles, the odds of you coming back from that are very slim, to, at least to the point of where you were maybe. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a difference maker to how much degree. I don't think we're going to know until the season starts, but I, I'd assume with Derek White, he's been injured and in especially last year, um, but Guys like that who are fighting for something, fighting for a spot, fighting to be known, to show out, to show the fan base that they either still have it, never lost it, or Mm -hmm. that, you know, they deserve to be a starting player on the squad. I think those guys are used to facing adversity already because social media is is, is a pretty rough, rough around the edges environment these days. But um, for him, I think as long as you're taking time, to to get treatment to take care of your body which i know usually these guys are really good about this uh these day and age and obviously with technology uh coming of age these days and you know different Mm -hmm. 
ways of treating injuries, I firmly believe we're going to see the Derek White that we're used to seeing. Um, but if there is regression, none of us should be surprised. You should come in with uh, some kind of realistic standards. Don't be expecting Derek White to fill that DeRozan void like we were mentioning. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure endless lines? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer, and they have everything you can need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. An amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Celebrate the freedom of choice with Built Bar. Did you know you can choose from many delicious flavors at Built Bar? Well, you can get coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, salted caramel, strawberry, the list goes on and on. There's definitely a flavor for each and every Built Bar fan. And hey, look, if you feel like you're going to miss out, they have the mix box. You'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they're also healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today. Get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. That is pretty cool. Go to Built.com right now and get yourself 15% off your order. That's Built.com, 15% off once again at Built.com. Yeah, I, I just I look at it, and, and that, that was my first thought was like, you know, okay, he he, he just had one of those seasons. Now, if we're yeah. next season and he's on the bench again for injuries, okay, now I think we have a problem here. Yeah, now we have a problem. But, yeah, exactly. yeah, now we have yeah, now we have a problem. But uh, I, I definitely want to see what he's going to be looking like with a an extended off season. You know, you know, the Spurs were bounced you know, after that playing game, so they had plenty of time to rest. He didn't play with Team USA as he did a few years ago. I think he was part of that select team. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, he got to ready, got yeah. married, you know, all that good stuff. So he should come in fresh and ready to go, uh, Brendan. Yeah, and I think on the flip side, though, Jeff, is that injury-ridden season was with him not getting as many minutes as he's going to be getting this year. He's going to pick up on minutes. We all know that. He has to. I mean, the minutes are available. Somebody has to have them. Derek White will be getting more minutes. Now, do does more minutes equal more injury? Hopefully not. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. uh, when, when, when you start putting that pressure on the body over the course of uh, a long season, I don't know what, what may happen or what could happen, but I know we're all hoping for the best because obviously Derek White is still a fun player to watch. There's some frustrating things that he does sometimes, but mm-hmm. I do think as a player – he helps this team. He's not somebody that brings this team down by any means. I just think if the injuries continue, we together as a squad are going to have to figure out who's going to make that step and make that leap. And I think we've been waiting for Lonnie Walker for some time, Jeff. I think you you and I both have been counting the years, and Lonnie Walker's taken a little bit as far as we haven't really seen what he is or what he can be uh, just yet. And I, I firmly believe this might be the year that we do get to see that uh, explosion uh, or implosion if, you know, it goes the opposite way. But I think Lonnie Walker deserves those minutes 
as does Trey Jones, but Derek White is the leader of that trio right there of those players that I think a lot of people are having questions about. Mm-hmm. Brent Forbes, unfortunately, being in the mix just means he's going to eat into that time as well. And I know you and I have talked offline, and I know you and I mm-hmm. both met Brent Forbes signing happen. There was a lot of confusion on Spurs Twitter as to what right. what that means for See, other players. And I, I, yeah, okay, what it means for other players, I get that, but it, there was no confusion of why he's back. You know, be, you right. know, they need three point shooting. We got that. Yeah. But I, but with Bryn, he's not going to look. He's not going to do what Derek is. He's not going to give you defense on the defensive end. Bryn's just not that. Yep. He'll, he'll try, you know, and you know, more power to him. But he's just not at that level. But again, this is just a yin and yang. You know, Derek can hit the three. I'm sorry, um, Bryn can hit the three pretty more. They're a lot more consistent than White can. So there's that. My thing is this. I just think that it's more of an impediment, Bryn, that is, to a guy like Trey Jones, Brendan. Yeah. Do you yeah, think that – oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I, I think, you know, going into what kind of what you're saying, maybe I can go a little further with that. If, yeah. You're right. I think Trey Jones, after the showing that he showed fans over the summer, it is going to be a hard pill to swallow at Derek White is getting way more minutes than Trey Jones, or if Lonnie Walker is getting way more minutes than Trey Jones. Like people want to see Trey Jones against premier NBA talent and not people looking to get a spot on an NBA team. Do you get what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. can put the 40 plus or 30 plus whatever on, on a squad in Vegas. No problem. My thing is there's been plenty of people who've done it before that can't make that leap in the league. What can you do in the league? I need to see you, come up and you and I have had more conversations about Austin and San Antonio more than I like to have me and you both believe if you're going to be a part of this squad, let's get you in with real experience. I love the Austin Spurs. We love having them, you know, help grow our team and grow a lot of this talent. And they've done an incredible job, but at some point it's enough. Let's get you actual in-game reps and in-game experience. I think this is the year Trey Jones needs that because we might be sitting on a gold mine if he can do what he's been doing in a summer league, ah, it's summer league though. I it mean, is. It's, it it's, is. It's not it James is, Harden on the other end. It's not Steph 100%. Curry that he's going against. Well, if it's if it's James Harden, even easier. No defense, but I, <laughs> I understand. I understand what you're saying, but that's that's what I mean. It's summer league. Sure, let's not overreact, and that's not what I mean to do. But if you're doing that in summer league against NBA quality talent, that's the whole point of summer league, right? Is who's the next up? Who's the, 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 the new rookies and younger generation of players? That's the whole mm-hmm. point of Summer League. If you're doing that against them, what can you do against legitimate veterans who, have, who know the game well, play the game well, and are some of the best to play uh, on this planet? What can you do then? Because we haven't seen enough from Lonnie. We've seen a good amount of Derek White to kind of understand where we're going with him. But with Trey Jones, with Luka Samanich, we have no idea. You and I both have talked about that with Luka and, and Trey Jones. We don't know what we have. And I think this is the year to find out of any year. Yeah, we're definitely going to find that. But going back to Derek White, um, I just got a feeling like, I mean, hey, look, look, there's going to be more minutes to spread around now because Rudy and, and DeMar and Patty are gone. Yep, Patty, yeah. Uh, yeah, so here's my thing. Do you think – are you ex- – yeah, I guess I'm trying to get it. Are you expecting a big jump from White or something, you know, negligible or more of the same? I, I, I like to be realistic. I am hoping for more of the same. 
no, I'm expecting more of the same. I'm hoping for something bigger. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. I, I'd like to see him make that jump to 18 to 20 points, maybe you know, 15 to 20 at least, somewhere in that mm-hmm. range. Mm-hmm. And it looks like last year in the games he did play when he was healthy, he was putting up you know, pretty consistent numbers that were in that range, 15-ish. Um, and we like to see that. My thing is I want consistency. Can you do that on a game-to-game basis, not just against, you know, the Hornets and against the Wizards? Can you do that against the Lakers as well and against, you know, the, the, the Warriors and other teams? Like, wh- what else can you do besides just on the weaker part of the schedule? So, for me, Derek White, I'm setting the expectation at a realistic expectation. I think we're going to see another 10 to 15-point season from Derek White, which I do not believe is enough. Uh, but I think that's the realistic expectation. But my hope is we can make that jump to the 15 to 20 point range, uh, and maybe we nice. can, mm-hmm. and maybe we can. If not that, maybe you your idea is more of the uh, thing to be hopeful for. Maybe we see the same 15 point season, but maybe we see six assists a game now. Maybe we see I'm, some I'm more. Down, I'm down with that. Yeah, you know, he rising up. It's just again. Those assists don't just come by themselves. That comes because we're getting buckets. So maybe yeah. that's through Doug McDermott. Maybe that's through Zach Collins. If we can get a healthy Zach Collins or DeJounte or Devin Vassell or whatever the case. But I'm open to either or. I just think – I don't think, actually. I know, and you know this, the Spurs need scoring, and that's what we're building this squad around right now. He is Brandon Medina. Follow him on Twitter at Brandon underscore ESPN San Antonio. And once again, he is the host of the Fantasy Gods over on San Antonio Sports Star. And he's a big wrestling fan. I, he's my go-to yes. guy when I when I think wrestling, yes. man. I, was, I watched AEW the other night, man. I was just, ah, oh, huh, WWE? Okay. Yes. I see how a lot it of, is. Yeah, forget, forget the Derek White questions. I have a lot of questions for WWE as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there you go. You know, um, those are our thoughts on Derek White and expectations from him. What do you think? Will it be more of the same from Derek? Do you agree with me that maybe we, he should start trying to be more of a facilitator? And what are your thoughts on bench or first unit? Again, let Brandon know on Twitter at Brandon underscore ESPNSA. Let me know on Twitter at Jeff GKens5. Uh, let's get into some uh, Spurs news and notes. Brandon, I know you're a busy man with your promotion at work. So we'll catch you up. On maybe things that yeah, you have missed, yes. you missed since you've been much, uh, you know, the big man on campus, literally, because you are got a <laughs> big promotion now. Um, but let's dive into it. Um, Spurs announced recently that they have added Matt Nielsen uh, as an assistant coach with San Antonio, not in Austin. He was the Austin Spurs head coach last season. Good promotion for him. You know, a lot of people are looking at this. Oh, huh, Spurs. We see what you're doing, wink, wink. Australian guy, Matt Nielsen, some other Australian <laughs> guy wants to get out of Philly, Ben Simmons. Uh, your thoughts on Nielsen becoming an assistant coach in San Antonio, and are you buying that whole move that it was made for a Ben Simmons deal? Listen, we love seeing um, you know our own little farm talent go big and come back home to San Antonio and come up to the big leagues. And I'm happy for Matt Nielsen. He's done a great job over there in Austin, especially we've grown a lot of the young talent that we've seen over the years. Um, but don't get it twisted, Spurs fans. This is not a play <laughs> for Ben Simmons. This is not – Ben Simmons is not looking at this and saying, oh, man, now it's very clear. I can see clear now the Spurs are where I need to be. No, it's, it's not happening. I don't even I don't even know if Matt Nielsen is on Ben Simmons' radar. I have no idea yeah, if yeah. he's even aware. 
Um, I, I'm so Ben Simmons, right? I want to go to San Antonio for Matt Nielsen. I mean, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not because I want to play for, you know, arguably yeah. the greatest coach of all time. Nope. Matt Nielsen is the guy I want to go play with for sure. That's why I want to leave Philadelphia. No, don't get it twisted. Big congratulations, though. Well deserved. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially, I mean, it is very clear in the league. What's as clear for the Spurs now as winning was over the past two decades is if you come to the Spurs organization, you will grow to the point of getting a head coaching opportunity. That is very clear. Everybody exactly. here, we are the Alabama of coaching uh, when it comes to like the Alabama football. <laughs> I mean, everybody goes to bigger and better things when you're here. And I think that's a testament to how great of a coach and leader Greg Popovich is and how great uh, of an organization this is because a lot of amazing coaches, including championship wing coaches, um, have moved on from the Spurs organization to go to bigger and better things as far as their personal um, accomplishments. And you got to be happy for him, man. And this mm-hmm. is one of hopefully many promotions for Matt Nielsen himself. And other Spurs news, I had a recently had a chance, well, recently, a few months, weeks ago, uh, I'm in Las Vegas for the Summer League to talk with, uh, I guess, techni- technically former Austin Spur player, we don't know yet, uh, Nate Renfro. Uh, he was part of the Summer League squad and did a little Q&A on him and asked him, like, hey, you know, uh, you've got to play with Josh Primo. You know, you're, you're one of the first to ever play with a rookie. Uh, his reaction was interesting. And I asked him his thoughts uh, on the uh, Spurs young kid. First of all, he went the leadership route. He said that he saw a lot of leadership out of Primo and that his upside is just tremendous. Uh, and it gets even better that he's saying that he's, he's already playing above his years. What do you take wow. with that? What do you take with that? Is that just simply him pumping up his guy? Is that just him saying, you know, like, you know, being legit or, hey, you know, okay, you it's good to hear that, but take it with a grain of salt because it was summer league play. You know, if Jeff Garcia invited me to Vegas, I'd probably be saying the exact same things about him, um, <laughs> but I wasn't invited. You know what I'm saying? So, no, I think this is, I think this is probably very realistic. I think when you look at uh, what people were saying about Josh Primo after the Spurs pick, because, Again, I'm, I don't mean to twist the knife even deeper, Spurs fans, but we all remember when that pick was made, mm-hmm. there was a lot of what? Huh? Exactly. Like, what's going on? Uh, but every single analyst that you were looking at said one of two things. Either it was, this is a surprising pick and way too early from what we thought he was going to go, or on the flip side, a lot of people were saying, this is a great pick. He showed up when he needed to show up when they were scouting him and they invited him for a workout. And he's a very mature player and has a high IQ about the game. It was one of those two responses. And I'm sure mm-hmm. you saw the same thing, Jeff. It was one of those two where it's either this is a great pick, great kid, super mature, high IQ, or very early pick. This is a project. I don't know why the Spurs did that. We saw the same thing on social media, maybe a little bit more of the first. Um, but I think Josh Primo is – is absolutely a standout kid to be the youngest in that draft to perform the way that that Mm -hmm. reports are he performed in front of the Spurs. And I don't think by any course of the imagination is there expectation for him to come in and be the guy. Nobody's expecting that. Nobody, there is no pressure on him to be the guy, but potential wise, Mm -hmm. when you're that young, there's so much to learn, whether it's an Austin, most likely, or, in the league at the prime level, there is so much to learn that you can absolutely become a star and become a stud player 
just by be, just by being a spur. This organization is known for making talent out of nothing, out of worse players than Josh Primo. So I firmly believe Josh Primo is going to have a great year. And I think to wish anything ill or bad for Josh Primo just shows, you know, your lack of fandom as a spur. Um, mm-hmm. But I think going to Renfro's comments, I think he's probably spot on. He probably, I, I firmly believe what he said is very true. He looks like a leader. He probably acts like a leader. And if you're getting picked that early in a draft at that age and holding yourself to a, a very solid, mature standpoint, I firmly believe all that is true. Yeah, uh, I agree with that too. Um, I, I, lo- I saw Primo play and, you know, whether he was on that bench or on the court, he really just was the first man up that bench, you know, bring, cheering on his teammates as they exited the court, you know, rallying the guys on the court. You know, this person didn't have a great summer league run record-wise, right. but, you know, but nevertheless, you know, we saw the flashes. We saw him facilitate. Yeah. We saw him at least trying to make an effort. Sure, his turnovers were high, but, hey, you know, he's 18 years old. You know, he, he's trying to make his way. He's trying to fit in. It happens. Also, Tim Duncan I'm, had a horrible summer league, you know. So, yes, you know, right, you should take right. it for what it is. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but I'm also a firm believer, and maybe you can tell me if I'm wrong. Um, the summer league, just like any other preseason games for any other league, that's kind of the time you try things that maybe you wouldn't elsewhere in, in, in a real-life game. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure those turnovers happen because maybe you're, you're getting above your head and doing some, some things maybe you shouldn't be doing, whether it's acting too mm-hmm. fancy or just making some bow-handed plays, whatever the case. But um, Josh Primo did impress me as far as being a good teammate. Like, he seems like a very mm-hmm. good teammate, and that's half the battle. We've had – uh, you know, other people come to this city, you know, not to say any names, Richard Jefferson, uh, who were not very great teammates. Um, and so that's half the battle for the fan base. And if you're happy to be a Spur, which we know he is, I think, if uh, correct if I'm wrong, Jeff, I think his dad's like a lifelong Spurs fan. Um, mm-hmm. But when you're happy to be a Spur and you can really take in this culture, take in the, the practice and the work that they're going to be helping you with to become a better player, we might see Josh Primo be one of those picks where we look back on five years ago and be like, wow, like the Spurs did it again. Like they did it again. Exactly. You, you cannot fault the Spurs for a pick that, that makes you confused as a fan because we've seen it time and time again play out to be a great pick and worthwhile for Spurs fans and the Spurs organization. If you want to read the uh, full Q&A with Nate Renfro, part one and two, yeah, it was a lengthy um, interview Go to kens5.com slash spurs right now. It's, you can't miss it. It's one of the uh, top stories on the website. Let's go ahead and round out this, this segment of uh, news and notes. I'm waiting for the news to drop, Brandon, when an Italian rapper pays homage to you with the new rap song and music video. I'm waiting for that. To yeah, happen. I'm waiting for that, too. I'm waiting for that, too. I'm sure <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be titled Big Poppy or something. So exactly. I'm, I'm waiting for it. And, you know, anybody out there who wants to make a song for it, please let me know. I'll jump on the feature. I'll jump on the hook. Me and Jeff will be in the music video. <laughs> exactly. If you missed it, an Italian rapper recently paid homage to Spurs legend Manu Ginobili with a new song and music video. The, uh, the guy's name is Canto. He is from Italy. You know, you're thinking, like, okay, well, why is an Italian rapper <laughs> rapping about an Argentinian player? Well, because if you know Mano Ginobili, he used to play in Italy to start his pro career. And that's how much he left an impact for basketball fans overseas out in Italy. Uh, it, it's in Italian, the, the music video. So be warned, 
But if you listen carefully, you can hear the homage, the respect, the tribute to Manu Ginobili. There's one line, Brandon, where he says, I come from the deep south like Manu Ginobili. So he, what mm. the whole point of the video and the song is to parallel Manu Ginobili's success on the court with the rapper's success in, in, you know, on the mic. Uh, interesting, though, if you see the video, exactly, if you see the video, he shares some rare footage of Manu Ginobili in Italy playing in an Italian uniform versus his Argentinian uniform. I thought that was a highlight of it. I mean, yeah, I, you know, the, the video, the highlights, Brandon, I forget just how beast mode Manu was on the court. I say the same thing every time, Jeff. I watched that Tony Parker uh, documentary on Netflix. Yeah. And I was, I was blown away. I mean, you got to realize, right? I'm 25. I'm a youngin. You like to make fun of it all the time. As a 25-year-old, <laughs> Tony Parker, during those years of dominance with the Spurs, you got to realize, I think I forget how incredible Tony Parker, Mono Ginobili, even, you know, Robert Ory, Bruce Bowen, like how good that team really was until you go look back. And every year for the past probably three years, the one series I go watch over and over again every year, I just love it, is the 2005 series with the Spurs and – for some reason, that championship just, like, resonated with me as a kid. And, like, goodness gracious, that team was incredible. But to your point, yeah, I forget how dominant Mono Ginobili was. And right now that I have my newborn, my fiance hates it. But because her hair's growing in, she got that little Mono Ginobili cut going. <laughs> so I'm always, like, that thin hair's coming in. So uh, we're big Mono Ginobili fans for sure. And I think as there's nobody to me besides Tim Duncan who encapsulates all of San Antonio's grit and love for the game, right. like Manuel Ginobili, especially being Latino. I think it, it just, he is a fan favorite in the community and it's going to be, it, it's, it's somebody that I'm going to be telling my grandkids about and the same for you, I'm sure. Right. Exactly. Um, I, I know I said that we're going to wrap up the news and notes segment, uh, but I forgot one little uh, item here. Uh, we now know what uh, Kata Bates job signed for. Uh, he, uh, it wasn't a break a bank kind of deal in case you missed it. Uh, base Diop signed a two year deal with the Spurs. Uh, again, you know, uh, very, very, uh, team friendly money wise year one, 1.7 year two, 1.8. And then after that, he is a re- unrestricted free agent. Again, the Spurs just uh, playing a smart money wise, bringing in a guy that is athletic and plays a forward position, uh, knows the Spurs system. Again, a very yep. team-friendly financial deal there, Brendan. Yeah, of course. I mean, when you're talking about, you know, one point anything, that's very team-friendly. I mean, that's just about what Jeff Garcia makes. Ah, I wish, about, man. That, that's just, just about what Jeff Garcia is making. So it makes sense that Bates Diaz is making that too. So as long as we're yeah. on the Jeff Garcia, you know, no, edge no, of the no. payroll, you're doing well. No, I wish, man. I, I, I can't even fathom that. Like, imagine just opening yeah, your bank account and just seeing, like, $1.7 in your account. Yeah, just to go in there and put up, like, yeah. two points a game. <laughs> just to go in there and put up a <laughs> game. Yeah, sure. I, I got I, I to have a, have a talk with my genetic code and be like, what the hell, guys, were you thinking? Kept yeah, me no at, kidding. No you kidding. Kept me, yeah, you you, you didn't let me have a big growth spurt or what? Yeah, no, no joke, man. That's why, you know, I'm about six foot. I'm a bigger guy, and so if my – my daughter grows up to be, let's say, 5'10", 5'11"-ish. At WNBA, here we come. We're making moves. We're, 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 we're coming that way. You know, I don't, I don't have kids, but if I ever did, 
Um, I would actually get them to be really good at soccer. You ever seen what those soccer players make overseas? Oh, a hundred. Holy moly. Oh yeah. And I think that's probably the move for most. And I think if not soccer, I mean, you know, there's just, there's so much opportunity in tennis, golf. There's just a lot. Yeah, there's, golf, there's opportunity yeah. there, but I mean, you know, we're, it's, 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 it's tough because being a premier athlete like myself, Jeff, you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's tough. It's tough to set the standards these days, but yeah, no super friendly deal for Bates D app. And I think this is a smart one for somebody who was really good with the Timberwolves and the Nuggets and, you know, had his first run with the Spurs this past year. And so glad to see him back. And hopefully, I mean, it's definitely, we can always use a, a good lengthy forward who can mm-hmm. spread the floor and, and is very athletic and is still, you know, very young at 25 as well. So um, really excited to see him come back. That information was provided by Spotrack. And make sure to go check them out. Uh, again, now we know what the Spurs signed Kiri Bates job for. All right, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. Earlier, we talked about Derek White and his expectations for next season. Did you agree with us or not? Or did we miss something that maybe makes you think that he's going to have another step in his career or maybe kind of stay the same, maybe take a step back? And what about some Spurs news and notes? Tell us what you remember about Manu Ginobili. Prime Manu days was was oh, magic. Yeah. Long, long, long hair Manu was, was whoo. If you kids never saw long hair Manu, go Google that or YouTube that. He was just, Jesus, was he good when he had his long hair? I mean, dude, oh my was goodness. just. I mean, remember the he almost. Pump, the slow-mo yeah. fist pump at the end yep. of the finals. Yeah. Remember that there was a chatter that many thought that he should have won finals MVP that year against the Pistons? And he, I mean, listen, he, you, there's, there's nobody ever in the league i think as far as those early to mid years there's never been a better six man in the league there's never yeah. been a better argentinian player um i mean you can make the probably never been a better south american player in general um, right as good as as, as mount ginobili i think the standards he set we're seeing so many players from so many different countries and even now right and i know you know this jeff there's so many players who are my age 25 27 28 who they're not saying Oh, Jordan was my idol, or yeah. Magic. It's it's you know Dwayne Wade, Manu Ginobili. Like that, he's in that conversation as a pivotal playmaker in the league that that set the standard for so many young children across the nation and across the world. We are up against it. So one more time, how do you get a hold of Brandon Medina? Well, simply just go to Twitter. Follow him on Twitter at Brandon underscore ESPN SA. He's, he's promising the big poppy will be back. Well, there's what better yes. way to check, check on him and make sure that does come back. than clicking follow on his uh, timeline or his Twitter profile right now. And don't forget fantasy gods. One more time. What time does that start at again? Yep, Fantasy Gods on SA Sports Star. It's 94.5 FM, 12.50 AM, and it is Sundays from 11 to 1 p.m. So Sundays from 11 to 1 p.m., get all your fantasy takes, all your questions in on YouTube, Periscope, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. We'll make sure to talk fantasy football for the next coming weeks. Follow me on Twitter at JeffGKens5. So for Brennan Medina, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs.